Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of Western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Hello and welcome back to Radio KBPV, the podcast of the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village and the Pincher Creek and District Historical Society in Pincher Creek, Alberta. This is another in the series of our Talking Tombstone series for 2022. Yes, you heard that right. We're a little late in getting these posted, uh, but we're here now and that's the most important thing. Um, this uh, tour it took place in August of 2022 and uh, was led, uh, curated, and mostly written up by Farley Wuth, the curator for the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, and read by a number of guest readers uh, assisting Farley as well. Uh, this took care a place at, uh, as we said, the Pioneer Cemetery in Pincher Creek, uh, which is the town's oldest cemetery. Uh, no longer in uh, popular usage, uh, but we have done uh, podcasts at Fairview Cemetery as well and at several other cemeteries across southwestern Alberta, ranging from Fort McLeod to Waterton to a number of uh, country cemeteries out in the various areas. And we've been doing this uh, program for about 10 years. So before I turn it back to Farley, I'd just like to inform you of the upcoming Talking Tombstones, which is in August, Saturday, August the 26th. So lots of time to plan. It will actually be taking place at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village itself, uh, which you may not know, uh, has a few cemetery tombstones, but in actuality, the theme that we're going to be doing at the village is a tour of the village as you've never had it before uh, from the point of view of pioneers who have moved on from Pincher Creek, or shall we say their remains moved on. They no longer rest in southwest Alberta or the Pincher Creek area as uh, as they passed on. They, are, they have been buried or are elsewhere around the world. So we're going to take a look at their careers, their importance to Pincher Creek, and where they moved on to. So it'll be a little bit different uh, part of a tour. It'll be taking place on familiar ground, and this year will include a supper. Um, the reason I'm telling you about this so early here, we're in March of 2023 as I'm writing these intros, almost April actually. Um, we 
would like to not naturally invite you to come out to this. Uh, the tickets will be available uh, through Eventbrite or at the uh, at the gate or at the door at the Pioneer Place in uh, Kootenay Brown Village. And this is also our invitation uh, if you would like to be a volunteer reader. The, despite the content, it actually is a lot of fun. And we do find that uh, the more people we have doing readings, uh, it just comes across as a better evening and uh, is a lot more interactive and such. So uh, without with that and without further ado, I will turn it back over to Farley and our Talking Tombstones uh, 2022 from Pioneer Cemetery in Pincher Creek. Here's Farley Wuth speaking on Jonas Jones. Okay, our next reading is about Jonas Jones, who was a early rancher from north and west of Pincher Creek. Now I'm reading that one as well. Jonas Jones is also in one of the unmarked graves here at, at the Pioneer Cemetery. A colorful chapter for local uh, frontier history chronicling uh, the early ranching tales from the North Fork Districts and the Cowley Districts was reflected in the life of times of Jonas Jones. His near, uh, name appeared in the census records from 1891 and this is the first such census to provide detailed information about the pioneers residing in this unique southwestern corner of the Canadian prairies. Jonas Jones was listed as being 32 years of age. He was uh, born on September 30th, 1859. He was born and uh, raised in Ontario and uh, it is said that his mother, who hailed from the United States, resided in Toronto uh, for several years. His father was uh, uh, born and was raised in, in Ontario. And that's where it goes into the first person. Jonas Jones says, I arrived here in, uh, out west in 1882 to establish the North Fork Ranching Company, an extensive cattle operation so named because of its prime uh, location along the North Fork of the uh, Old Man River, north of Lundrick. Most of the property was leased land, a system set up through the Dominion government's policy to encourage such agricultural businesses and they could lease up to 100,000 acres of land at one cent per acre per year for up to 21 years. My North Fork Ranch was in partner with several other ranchers. History tells me that my cousin C.C. McCall briefly uh, served as uh, my first business partner, but McCall eventually settled in Winnipeg. Fellow rancher Charles Enderwick, uh, who came from England with considerable wealth, then joined uh, me in the ranching operation. Us two uh, directly oversaw the operation for the next four years, and it was very successful, but in 1886, sold the ranch to Fred Few, who had Calgary connections, and renamed the ranch the Few Ranch Company. Uh, uh, Jones and Enderwick bailed out just in time as the following winter, 1886-87, was one of the very first harsh winters to hit the fledgling ranching industry uh, in this neck of the woods. Most of the 2,000 head of cattle that few had brought down or purchased were lost during the severe winter that saw high amounts of snow 
with no breaks from the anticipated sh uh, schnooks. There are a few cattle left. Yeah, most of them are gone. The ranch, however, did survive. Shortly after uh, uh, the sale, I, Jonas Jones, established my own homestead or ranch south of Cowley. The agricultural venture was three uh, quarter sections of homestead, which I, along with myself and friends, followed on. Two were in section four, one in section nine of Township Seven, Range One, west of the Fifth Meridian. And this was within a mile and a half of the eighth siding. The eighth siding is the old name for Cowley. It was eight railway siding west of, of uh, Lethbridge. And it was situated a, a, a mile west of the south fork of the Old Man River, the Castle River. And this spread was drained by a tributary to the river uh, where the watershed uh, became known as Jonas Jones Cooley. So that watershed we drive over, that coulee that's in the, on the highway, that's Jonas Jones Cooley. I operated that, uh, the ranch uh, until my uh, death in late October 1905. My passing at the age of 46 years was reported in the Lethbridge News and an important uh, uh, tribute to the importance of me as an early rancher. Now, there are a couple of noteworthy uh, memoirs that uh, J uh, Jonas Jones recorded in the, the newspaper. Much of the folklore and color surrounding my pioneer life was a reflection of the frontier times in which I lived. But my own pranks and signs of Western hospitality furthered that, that image. And Mrs. Emma Lynch Staunton wrote these in the, the Pension Creek Echo. She was a, a history buff. One of the things that I did that shocked my mother down east to no end is that I returned uh, back to Ontario for a spring break and decided to attend Easter Sunday service in my Western attire, including cowboy boots, spurs, and a big cowboy hat, wide rim hat. This caused no end of consternation within my relatives back east, but it was my, my choosing. And then later on in the eight, uh, uh, late 1890s, I decided to help out with the community a bit back here in, in the Pinch Creek area in Fort McLeod. I uh, also acquired a phonograph, the latest in technology and a reflection of my standing within the uh, uh, ranching community. In February 1898, I ventured a laborious 80-mile return trip to Fort McLeod to show off this latest musical instrument. My first stop was at the majestic <coughs> Queen's Hotel, where guests were impressed uh, with this re uh, rec uh, recording instrument, impressed and lubricated with drink. I, and this was on a Saturday evening. They're still there. And they're still there. I then spent the following afternoon, Sunday, at the Fort McLeod Hospital, where both the patients and the hospital staff were very much appreciative of the musical uh, selections I played on my phonograph. Imagine what would have happened if we had a computer and internet. My lengthy trip, taken by stagecoach, was not in vain and was well appreciated by the uh, people who I visited in Fort McLeod. So that was, uh, that was uh, Mr. Jonas Jones' contribution to, to the Pinch Creek area back in the early days.
those are the two readings from off the storyboard here. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K-O-O-T-E-N-A-I. Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum, or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.